Hello, Eric Taylor. Where have you been for a while? It's been a while. <laughs> Hello, sir. Nice, nice to see, to see you see again, you, Kyle Chandler. <laughs> I guess because Tim's hair was so out of whack, that coach with the backwards hat, I was like, boing. <laughs> You're just searching, searching for-, for the thirst. Exactly. Welcome to Talk in Texas Forever, a Friday Night Lights fan cast. I'm Michelle, your seasoned viewer. And I'm Liz, a newbie. Each week we chat about a new episode, spoiler free, and gush over this hit TV series. Oh, third time's a charm, third Michelle. Time's a third charm. time's a charm. Here we go. We're back. We're discussing season three, episode nine of Friday Night Lights, Game of the Week. Original air date, December 3rd, 2008. Written by David Hudgens and directed by Michael Waxman. Summary for this episode, Lila is annoyed when Tim puts off a college recruiter. Tyra is put off by Cash's actions when they go out on the road together. Tammy is hesitant to celebrate her birthday. Now, before we had technical (laughs) issues, Liz, you were talking about how much you didn't like Tim's hair in this episode. Can you please say that again? So, yeah. It's, yeah, it's not my favorite look on him. It's not the, like, messy, sweaty, dirty look. It's a it's a more polished, long hair. Not really my thing. I'm not really into it. And it's also very middle part. I don't know. I was noticing a hair in the week before, even though I know you told me that this is a, a few weeks later in real life. Um, so I guess he had some time to grow it out again. <laughs> um, just wasn't my favorite look. I, I like it a little, you know, I'm not even into long hair to begin with. So that the fact that I like Tim Riggins with long hair is, yeah, you know, the long hair does else. it for us with him only though, because we both don't like long hair. And I think yeah, if he had short hair, Tim. it would totally change his persona. For sure. Yeah. It wouldn't be Tim Riggins. It wouldn't be Tim Riggins. <laughs> well, this episode opens. Tim gets home after his stay in New York to discover his truck has been destroyed. It seems that Billy and Mindy have broken up and Billy is upset. He's hungover and he's the one that destroyed the truck. So he like drove it into something? That's what it seems. Yeah. Maybe he, must he was have drunk. And harsh. Yeah. I'm thinking so. Mm. Not good. At school after practice, Tim gets approached by a recruiter named Scotty Sims. He's the one who's been sending all the recruitment letters. They have only focused on Tim. And Tim and Lila talk to him. And Scotty really wants to meet with him to discuss everything that's going on. And Tim is self-sabotaging, doesn't want to meet. His truck's in the shop. He's trying to come up with excuses. And Lila's like, no, I will drive you. He will be there. Yeah, he's just afraid. He's really afraid to pursue this. And Lila is just like, what is hap- What is wrong with you, dude? I am like really trying here. I know. But it's like also, this is Tim Riggins. I've said this every time we have this conversation with Lila and Tim. She knows who Tim Riggins is. She wants him to be better. He might not ever live up to the Lila Garrity potential. So she kind of either has to... Th- throw in the towel and just let Tim be Tim or break up. Be yeah, friends. well, we kind of we kind of see that because Lila goes to pick up Tim and Tim is drinking. He's trying to be there for his brother. And Lila's like, what are you doing? You have a meeting 
in 15 minutes. And also Billy, like you knew this was happening and we know that Billy wants the best for Tim, but Billy's not in the right mindset. So Tim assures Lila, like, I'm not drunk. I'm fine. And Lila and him drive off to this meeting and Lila's trying to prep him in the car. And Tim says, this is a waste of time. This isn't like a job interview. So we're just going to talk about football. And Lila ends up kicking him out because Tim's being really disrespectful. And I'm glad she did. Me too. I was really team Lila in this episode. This week and next week, Lila shines. I'm so happy. I've, this She's is what I've always so wanted good. for her. You know? know? She's really good. So Lila ends up running into Mindy. Oh my God, I love and this so much. as we know, the Colettes don't love the Garrities, but... These two are both dating Riggins boys. So Mindy and Lila hang out. They decide they're not going to go to the football game. They're going to get drunk. They have an anti-Riggins zone, which I love. This is so good. This is the best part of the episode. Right? It was so good until Billy shows up, apologizes to Mindy, and they get back together. She runs out real quick. She's like, I'm sorry. He's crying and they're hugging. And Lila's like, well, Guess I'm by myself in this anti-Riggins club. It was great. I really loved it. I loved it too. Kate says, I didn't really see any point to the Mindy Billy breakup, especially since they were back together by the end of this episode. Mm -hmm. But I did think that Mindy and Lila getting drunk together was so much fun. Oh, absolutely. And cathartic and two people who claim to not like each other. And Mindy was the one to approach her like, hey, you want to hang out? which I was like, oh, wait, this is going to be hysterical. And Mindy even, like, Stacy even looked different in this episode. Don't you think? Like, oh, yeah. She, her hair wasn't, like, all over the place. Like, she was, I guess she was in normal, everyday street clothes. Like, you just don't, we haven't seen her really like that. And so it was nice to to see like Stacy's actual face. I feel like I haven't seen her face maybe one time since season one, which is unfortunate because it's such a beautiful, adorable face. And I would love to see Mindy more. And I know we will get there with her. So I was like, Hey, this is it. Maybe this is like the real true introduction to like Mindy Riggins being on the show. Cause I know things, you know? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I agree, though, Kate. I think this was just to see these two bond and for Billy to kind of sabotage Tim, kind of. I mean, he doesn't really, but Mm. to show that as much as Billy wants so much for Tim, he's still extremely selfish. Oh, yeah. And childish. Like, he's... And childish. He's not as responsible as he thinks he is. Like... Exactly. Even though he's Tim's guardian and older brother, he does not act like it most of the time. Right. Exactly. And him had to be the parent to him in this episode. Yeah, I hate that. I know. Anyway, next morning, a hungover Tyra, uh, Lila, excuse me, (laughs) is greeted by Tim to tell her that he got into college. The night before, Scotty presented that Tim is his number one priority and that there's paperwork to sign out, but pretty much... He got in, and this is a really cute scene because Tim is so damn charming. I was just going to say that. I wrote in my notes, damn you, Tim Riggins, why are you so charming? Because you could be so mad at this motherfucker, and he is like, I don't even know what he said. He was like counting down five reasons, something, and I was like, damn you. 
This is so cute. It's so cute. And he says, I'm in because of you. Right. Which is so true because if she didn't push him a little bit, he wouldn't have gone for the opportunity the second time around. He's lucky he got that opportunity again because not many people do. Once you say, once you don't show up for an interview, they're like, goodbye onto the next person. But I mean, this recruiter, what is he a recruiter for college, I guess? Yeah. So he really just had his eyes on Tim Riggins. Which you can tell, like, Tim is a really good football player. Like, in the beginning of the show, you don't realize that as much because you're just, like, focusing on, like, the dumbass things that he would do. But he really is a good football player. Like, he's the one who gets them to that touchdown more times than the other people. So, Especially in this episode, Tim saves the game. And especially in this episode, yeah. Yeah. Tyra... She, as we know, left to go off with Cash to live a rodeo lifestyle. And at first, it seems kind of sweet. We see Cash (laughs) in the community, knows the vendors at this rodeo. The girls are hooking up Tyra with hats and boots. And she's like, oh, Cash is such a great guy. And we see Cash with the kids. And we're like, all right. turns real quick, though. No, real quick. So much so when Tyra's getting fitted for her hats and her boots – we see Cash talking to these group of guys, and we know it's shady business. So Cash ends up coming in second at the rodeo, which is super bad for him. He yells at Tyra, saying second place is first loser. <laughs> well. <laughs> yeah, and he's super pissed, and Tyra doesn't understand, like, what's the big deal? And he says, this isn't high school. This is real world. Like, I owe money. And back at school... The only people who seem to notice that she's missing are the girls on like the social circle. They're trying to plan the winter dance. So they question Landry like, hey, have you spoken to Tyra? And Landry is just like, I'm sure she's fine. And Julie's like, I think she's with her aunt, which again, here comes that aunt excuse. Right. And Landry's like, wait, if she told you that, I know she's not up to good doing good things. So, yeah, but it's not his responsibility. You know, he is, she didn't want to, she didn't want anything to do with you anymore, Landry. And it's still, he's such a good person. And he is ultimately at the end of the day is a good friend to Tyra. And so him being like, I guess I have to reach out. But he doesn't at first. He, she reaches out to him. She does. She ends up giving him a call when he's about to go talk to TV reporters because this particular I game. I was having week. like flashbacks of last week's episode with the phone call and like Tyra missing the interview. And I was like, Landry, go back. Like, you know. I know. Oh, I didn't even put that together. I was like, That's oh my God, so not true. again, not again. <laughs> yeah. This game is being televised on national television and they wanted to question Landry on him being a player and academics. And that's kind like of. you? Yeah. You? Really? Out of everyone? You? But right before he's supposed to go get interviewed, he gets this call from Tyra and he entertains it. Of course he does. And yeah. he just asks, are you okay? And how's it going? And he tells her about April, how she needs a theme for the winter dance. <laughs> and she says, I just needed to hear a familiar voice. Right. She didn't call anyone else nope she could have called her bestie julie she could have called tammy she could have called her sister her mother but no landry landry yeah 
I know. You know what I heard? I'm I'm behind on Drama Queens. I'm I'm behind on all my podcasts, but I happened to listen to whatever episode of Drama Queens and Hillary Hillary was talking about Lucas and Peyton and how they have a trauma bond. And I was like, "Oh, that is Landry and Tyra was the trauma bond." But spoiler alert, the trauma bond then turns into something else on One Tree Hill. I don't know if this will go the opposite way again. I'm it's I'm I tiptoe along it every week and I really truly do not know are we going to go back to being romantic here. I'm I don't either way I'll have it either way cuz I these are probably my two favorite characters. One of my two favorite I mean Tyra is definitely my favorite character but Landry is extremely high on my list too. But right. I don't know. Oh there's so much that I don't know. I know. It's so fun. Tyra, later that night, she goes with Cash to a bar. Oof. And Cash is gambling, trying to get money. He loses money. He gets really angry. He gets physically aggressive with Tyra, pushes her down, tells her to stay put. Mm-mm. And she ends up leaving. She's hysterically crying. And she ends up calling Tammy for a ride to be picked up. Yeah. I was really not that I was surprised by this, but I was I was hopeful that first push you push me once. That's it. I'm getting the fuck out of here. You don't treat me this way. Um, But then unfortunately, she had to stay behind and be, I guess, at their like hotel room or whatever that was motel room. So unfortunately, it had to happen. Right. Like she had nowhere safe to be, which is like, that's the worst feeling that you could possibly have like she's she's had this feeling a lot in her life already that we've seen and to then be like oh shit it's happening to me again like her life is threatened like it's just it's awful it's awful awful yeah and she's all the way in Dallas right so she's not close to Dylan where someone can just I mean she's close enough where she does get picked up Tammy and coach later on do go get her but she's not you know in one town over from Dylan no Kate says, Cash, for his first few episodes, I thought that he seemed like a decent enough guy and that the main conflict was going to be that he would become a distraction for Tyra. Last week, he was low-key shitty with the emotional manipulation, but this week, he was really on a whole new level and everything seemed to escalate so quickly. Were there any prior indications of his scary, violent temper and aren't people in cults usually pretty calm? Yeah. (laughs) Thank you, Kate. Um, I, you know, not that you can tell, there's no indication that he is a violent person. There was indications that he has secrets and a past and obviously abuses prescription medication, but the fact that he probably does his work to pay off people that he's borrowed money from for whatever reason yeah, it makes sense. The fact that he is so desperate to get the money and when anything stands in his way or distracts him from that, he gets violent. Yeah, I didn't see that coming. So that really sucks for a character to be like that. And for Tyra to get wrapped up in someone who's like that. You know, like it's one thing if Cash was just hey, I'm going to go, I can't be faithful, and breaks her heart that way. But the fact that he literally is an abuser, 
or can get to that place where he would physically harm her probably time and time again. I feel that that's just the worst case scenario for her. And that's I hate it. I I always remember that Cash was shitty, but I actually forgot about this part. Yeah. You probably didn't want to remember that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. To tie in Tammy, because she is the one to come pick her up, it is Tammy's birthday, and she wants to skip it because she feels old. If she gets older, that means Gracie Bell's getting older and Julie's getting older. Totally, totally. So Coach ignores this. After the game, he takes Tammy to a hotel, and they have champagne and chocolate-covered strawberries and robes, and it seems like it's going great until she gets the call from Tyra to come rescue her. So Tammy and Coach go to Dallas, they pick up Tyra, and we have this scene where we see Cash return and get so violent with Tyra and Coach and Tammy see this and thank God they showed thank up when they showed God. up. Yeah, because Coach has to hold Cash back and Tammy helps Tyra get in the car and it's just, it's it's just awful. Yeah, and he's like, it's you need to awful. calm down and Cash is like, I'm not calming yeah. down. Yeah. Basically, being possessive of Tyra's leaving, I'm, I'm, she's leaving me. I don't like that. Well, he very much think he loves her or whatever. He, mm-hmm. he says that. He yeah. does say, he does say that. And he thinks he must, but obviously you don't treat the person that you love the way that he does. So for him to like fail basically while she leaves, he did not like that. He did not like that at all. And I hope, hey, is Cash on the island? No. What? No. I don't want. No. I'm so disappointed. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) According to what I've researched, he's not on the island. But to tell you the truth, I don't know if I'm reading bad info. Like I looked on IMDb and the Friday Night Wiki. I don't remember. I really don't. And I'm not going to watch all the way ahead to the episode. They say so it could be a possibility. I won't hold you. I won't hold it against you. (laughs) But as per the Internet search, he is not on the island. That really sucks. He should be right. Like we can close the storyline, especially where we pick up next week. Like he we could be done. I hope I hope we're done. It could be done. Didn't you like Coach in a backwards cap, though, in the first scene? I was like, hello, Eric Taylor. Where have you been for a while? It's been a while. Hello, sir. (laughs) Nice to see you. Nice to see you again. (laughs) I guess because Tim's hair was so out of whack, that Coach with the backwards hat, I was like, boing. (laughs) You're just searching for I was searching for the thirst. Exactly. Yeah. Mike wants to know where you surprised Tyra called Tammy to pick her up and not Lance. Maybe she felt like she truly needed an adult. Well, she said she couldn't get a hold of her mother or Mindy. Yeah, well, Mindy, we know, was getting drunk with Lila. Right. Yeah. She... I feel like she needed someone after that who she felt safe with. And Tammy is that for her. And responsible. And very responsible. Yeah. I would have loved it if she like called Tim and Tim went to go pick her up and like beat the shit out of Cash. I would have loved that. Because like they rely on each other a lot, you know? They do. And Tim would have been so 
soft spoken about it. Oh, absolutely. And we just be like, hey, man. And then just. Yeah. Oh, vaginas. Girl can dream. <laughs> it's so true. Uh, Vic wants to know, do you like celebrating birthdays? I love it. Have you ever planned a surprise for someone? Has someone ever surprised you? Uh, well, uh, I've never actually had a surprise party. I'm not opposed to it. I'm just throwing it out there in the universe. Well, we kind of planned your 30th. Sort of. I, I was just I like, Randy. I want to go out to dinner, dancing, whatever, somewhere. And he made it happen. So that was that was one of my favorite birthdays. Yeah. Because it was a great band and it was great food and great company. And I was just like, this is exactly how I want to welcome my 30th year of living, you know. Um, but you've, uh, LOL, had some surprise parties. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've told You've this definitely story, told this story somewhere yeah. on a total Betty pod, but too long didn't read version. My 25th birthday, my sister and some friends were like, we're going to throw Michelle a 25th surprise party. And I kept saying the whole time, don't throw me a surprise party. I have my own plan. I wanted to do a Mad Men themed cocktail party. I was coming up with my outfit and cocktails <laughs> and I pretty much knew it was all happening. And it was like divided. Some friends were like, yeah, do it. And some friends were like, no, don't do it. And so aunt took me out to eat. And I and on our way home, I kept being like, hey, should we get ice cream? Hey, should we stop at 7-Eleven and get some, a pack of gum? Because I wanted him to break. I wanted him to be like, yeah, you knew. OK, Michelle, you're walking into a surprise party. I wanted him to tell me. So I walk into the surprise party and I said, I knew it. And I was a total <laughs> dickhead. Yeah, <laughs> it was a bad, bad on my part. Real bad. Well, you live and you learn, you know, like you definitely have grown from that situation. But like, yes, I, I have. I get it. I I mean, I was there for the whole the whole thing. And I was on like both sides. I was like, well, don't do this, but also do this. But don't do this, but also do this. <laughs> I can't, uh, you know. Deny yeah. I had no particip- participation. But, but I do yeah. like being surprised in the sense where kind of like you, you tell, you give parameters and now, then you know what to walk, you're walking into. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. It's playoffs. And like I said, it's the Texas high school game of the week that's being broadcasted. And so the boys are getting ready to play their nemesis Arnett Arnett Mead. Mead. I know it's being televised (laughs) and Matt is receiver which isn't really exciting to see except he's getting the brunt of it and at home he brings up the idea of going to college oh my god this killed me oh my god this scene and and grandma gets so upset first she gets upset of how long is your mother staying around this lady and then yeah and then she (laughs) says Oh, I was going to stay around because Matt is thinking about going to college and grandma gets super upset and says, you can leave me, but do not leave me. What's Matt's her. mom's name again? Shelby. Shelby. Yes. I I like Shelby. I do too. She's doing her best. She's man. doing the best she possibly can. And Lorraine is not nice. She's um, not. She's got a lot of resentment towards this woman. Because of her son. She ruined, yeah, she ruined her son, which is, we've learned the backstory of that. But but did we, like, 
I know a little bit, but I don't know like what was toxic in their relationship. I think because she was young and left. Okay. Because they weren't really a couple. They got together quick, had a baby. She left. He went off to war. Right. And then Matt literally has to be the sole caretaker of his deteriorating, I'm sorry, you know, grandmother. Yeah. And now his mom steps in, which she and the fact that she would stay with Matt not even being there just to take care of Lorraine like that means a lot. She really is trying to make amends in this family and make a, you know, build a relationship with her son and his grandmother. So like, that's really, um, really tough. And I can't even imagine what they're going to do when Matt does assuming go to college. I don't know if he'll go to college because wouldn't she want the best for him? I know she, she gets so upset and says to him, like, you're never leaving me. Don't leave me. Or if you do, don't leave me with this woman, like anyone but this woman. And it's like, well, who's who's going to take care of you, Grandma? Like, you well, need dement- help. Dementia is really tough to deal with. It's and so, so sad. It's awful. It's really hard because you become very much in fear-based of what affects you. And mm. you can't rationalize of what would be best for others. Yeah, absolutely. And it's really tough. Mike has a question he says grandma didn't want matt's mom to look after her when matt goes to college of all the betty characters don't forget riverdale who would you not want to have look after you (laughs) so many out of all of the betty characters who would i want to not watch me look after me for some reason jimmy cooper comes to mind like (laughs) Jimmy Cooper can't take care of himself. How's he going to take care of me? It's so true. I'm rewatching the OC just for me before bed. Just and for I you. say just for me because <laughs> I haven't watched the OC as just a lover of the show. I've, it's always been for content based. Yeah. And so now I've been watching Aunt and I've been watching it before bed and the episode just happened where Jimmy's like, I got to go. And Marissa's like, please don't leave. Can we just stay here for one more minute? <laughs> I'm like, Jimmy, you you just want to smack him. Yeah. Because Jimmy would just leave. Jimmy's, he would just can't leave. make it work. I had a thought of Bart Bass, but I guess Same. Bart would just give you money. Maybe. He's so manipulative. At least Jimmy's sweet. Yeah. Kind of. Or like Brooke's parents weren't great growing they weren't, up. They weren't great. I mean, Peyton's dad wasn't great either. Always no, on he sh- just was not ships. there. Ships. What, it wasn't he always on boats? Yeah. Right? He was like a fisherman or something. Right. I mean, he was um, never around. There's a lot there's a lot of probably shittier parents that we've watched than like good parents. I, know. I mean, obviously <laughs> like the Cohens, hell, I'll take a Lily Vanderwoodson, Humphrey, sure. whatever Bass her name is. Um yeah. you know, Alice and FP, they were pretty good parents. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um Hiram was pretty awful. Hiram was awful. Hiram was beyond awful he was like almost a dan scott level of awful definitely don't want dan scott being your father 
And I'm sorry, Deb. I don't know about that. Karen, I would take as my mom, but Deb, oh, ooh, yeah. she's a little scary. Mm. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, I can go on and on, like. so we probably should cut it. Yeah, we'll cut it. <laughs> uh, we get to the game, and the game's a fucking mess. Right, Riggins is the only one who's like, does his back hurt because he's literally carrying the game. <laughs> and then Matt gets put in as wide receiver, and Grandma and Shelby are at home watching it. On TV, and they're like, oh, my God, Matt's been put in. And so both of them go to the field. They're like, we'll get in. It doesn't matter. We have to watch this happen. And it's really sweet because after the game, they all hug. And Matt's like, you two came together. Oh, I loved it so much. Oh, yay. This kid deserves the world. He is so – he's such a nurturing and – loyal and dependable person that he deserves everything that he wants in his life and I if if you know having his mom around is something that he wants I would love that to continue because he needs someone to lean on because grandma you know while he can lean on her sometimes you know it's not really um foolproof there so it's just I would love to see him and his mom like truly connect and have a good relationship, which just seems like we're getting there. I know because at the end she gives Matt a book on colleges and says you can still get in. And he's like, how will I pay for it? What am I going to do about grandma? And she's like, we'll look into scholarships. We'll we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. And she pitches the idea of a fine arts degree. Which Mm. I love. Yeah. Which I love. Because you... We know he's artsy. We know he's. We do, but we never get to see it. We did a little. Remember with uh, what was her name? What was her name? Drawing a blank from last season. Oh, Carlotta. Thank you. What did he do then? Was that season two? Yeah. Yeah. When he would, when she like saw his sketches. Oh right. Okay, yeah. we barely. We need to see more of it. If we're gonna go in that direction. Let's let's right. amp it up now. Right. <laughs> We'll amp it up. Will wants to know, will Matt ultimately go to college? If so, how close, how far away? Ooh. I feel like we can't have them all go super far away. Lila thinks she's going to Vanderbilt, which I don't know where that is either. I I want to say like Washington for some reason, like D.C. area. I'll say this. I wouldn't get too caught up in where everybody's going because remember, next There's season a time there is gem. a shift. No, it's a shift. It's a shift. We are getting so many people. We are. We Things oh are God. changing. All right. So if I had to guess, I wanted, I figured Tim would probably stay local, but maybe Matt will be the one to stay local so he can go to school but also keep his eye on grandma hopefully Shelby stays around and they figure out a situation for Lorraine because that's that's gonna be really tough that'd be I mean that would be impossible for Matt to I mean he it's almost impossible for him now just being in high school and balancing that on top of going to work on top of having football so like going to college or let's just say he stays local for college, it would be the same situation. Like he has so much that he has to worry about. So he would definitely need help. Uh, I'm right. just going to predict that Matt will stay local. That was it. Okay. <laughs> That's it. Long story short, he's going to stay local. Yeah. 
All right, we're going to take a short break and we come back with a rest. (laughs) My tongue just fell out of my throat. We're going to take a short break and we'll be back with our segments. (laughs) What the fuck was that? We hope you're enjoying this week's episode of Talk in Texas Forever and appreciate you for listening every week. All of our shows are funded by our buddies who pledge to our Patreon and it means the world to us. We have tiers starting at a dollar and offer some pretty cool perks like guest hosting on the podcast, listening to episodes a day early, invitation to the best group chat ever via Discord, and access to our exclusive Patreon-only podcast that discusses the reboot of Gossip Girl. To learn more about our network and everything we offer, check out patreon.com slash network. Welcome back from break. Let's go into our favorite quote. Liz, what do you have? I was going to name my firstborn after you. I was going to name it Timmy, even if it was a girl, Billy. (laughs) I had to pause it and rewind three times just so I could get that full quote because I was like, this is amazing. This is amazing. (laughs) I just have a line that grandma yelled out, heavens to Betsy. (laughs) I also wrote down Heavens to Betsy because I was like, oh my God, that is so cute. Yeah. I want to start using like, nobody that. Nobody says that. Yeah, I'm going to so I'm gonna start incorporating that into my daily Heavens to Betsy. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Who is your MVP? I chose Lila. I also chose Lila. I figured you would. It was, as we said before, I... Felt her in my soul in this week's episode. She was just trying to make Fetch happen and it was not going to happen. And he needed to go and do it himself. And luckily with her advice, Tim does make a, a, I shouldn't say it's the right decision, make a decision for himself for once. He never does. So I'm proud of Lila for being like, if you don't take this seriously, I don't want you to be in my vehicle even though it wasn't his like I I toyed back and forth with that because that might be Lila's dream for him but it might not be Tim's dream so I thought at first I was like well she's a little harsh because she knows who Tim is she knows he's gonna goof his way through it but then when she's like put her foot down she's like no get out of my car and I'm not going to come circle around and pick you up like she left his ass there so I was proud of that and we know Tim wants it you know? Yeah. Because he was so happy that he got in and he wasn't happy to, he was happy to share that with Lila, but it's not like he did it for Lila. He did it with Lila's push, but ultimately it's like, oh my God, someone actually really believes in me to the point right. where I'm accepted. I, I think also like Jason and Billy, them being like, hey, you're good. You're going to get into college. Like you're going to get a scholarship and Jason helping him make his real and Billy just like so much wants this for Tim that Tim's like, I want this for myself too. And it finally just need, we need to just push him just a little bit more. Just a little bit, but he's going to college. He's going. We had votes for Matt, Tammy and Eric. All right. All solid choices. Uh, We have all the same votes for shittiest over here. Who'd you choose? Cash. Yeah, I mean, there's a no-brainer. Absolutely. No-brainer. Yeah. No-brainer. Coach's Corner, what was your favorite moment? Um, 
I for some reason when I was when all said and done, I I know this is not going to make any sense, but I picked Shelby. You did. I was like Shelby is teaching Matt a lesson, te- like also showing Lorraine that she is a caring person. It's like she was teaching them a lesson and I was like this is like a true she's like using her like motherly instincts to help her son and his grandmother. And I love that. And like, while we did have some coach and Tammy good stuff in this episode with like the Tyra of it all, I was just like, Tammy would do that any time of day, any episode, but Shelby really shined to me in this episode. I love that. You know, I'm just going to throw a curveball. No, I think that's great. I think we should just change it of whatever, like whoever's coaching in the moment. Because it doesn't always have to be literal coach and Mrs. Coach. Right. I love that. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. I Obviously, I chose Tammy coming to Tyra's rescue. But also, Eric and her working together and being like, this is your birthday. But obviously, we can't say no. You can drink champagne in the car. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> she like, brought the champagne with her, just drinking it on the side. So good. I love it. So good. All right, so unfortunately, we don't have a review this week. We have no Panther of the Week, but so sad. If you'd like to be our Panther of the Week, please consider rating us five stars and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. If you do listen over there, we would greatly appreciate it, as you hear us say this every week. And to let us know that you are listening, I was thinking of a TV emoji this week. What were you thinking? A TV. Because it's being broadcasted on TV, the game. Okay, let's do that. Yeah. Yeah. So what we mean by that is we match every episode, or we pair every episode with an emoji, and that way we know you're listening. So you could drop that emoji in an Apple Podcast review. You can DM us on Instagram at Total Betty Podcast Network. You could email us at talkintexasforever at gmail.com just to... We know what you're listening and we get them from people and I love seeing the little emoji come through and I'm like, okay, this is where they're at. They're catching up. Yeah. I'm enjoying. Sometimes we, and we get it um, like multiple times yeah. because if they're listening to We Are Liars that week and it's just nice to like open a message and just know that you guys are listening because we know that you are like we could see it. We see it. We know we see numbers. We know that you're here. It's just we'd like to put a a name to a listen or a, you know, a screen name to a listen, I guess. A screen name. Screen name. A handle? (laughs) A handle. There you go. A handle. I will never call it a handle. I'm always just like, my Instagram screen name is. (laughs) My AOL instant messenger. My AOL. Like the dumb, (laughs) weird messages that you can put up in your Instagram. You know, at the top of Instagram now. Yeah, I saw, I've seen that. I've never utilized it. Why? What is the point of that? They're trying to be nostalgic, I guess. It's not working. It's not working. It's not good. <laughs> it just confuses me. It makes me think that people are sending me messages. Same. Like Same. private messages. I don't like it. Anyway, let's go into Booster of the Week. Let's who are we supported by this week? Booster of the Week. You're a total booster. Our booster is Teresa. Teresa. 
Teresa, you've been watching uh, the Gossip Girl reboot, and it's so nice to chat with you about it. If that uh, is a show that you are watching, Michelle and I do a little bonus mini podcast over on Patreon on the Gossip Girl reboot. I didn't mean to plug it here, but I will plug it here anyway. Plug it. Because, you know, this is a Total Buddy podcast. I should plug whatever I damn please. That's right. But Teresa has been giving her thoughts on this season, and uh, it's definitely been an interesting one. And I just wanted to shout out Teresa, and it's been nice chatting with you, and I love that you're participating in um, the Discord with Gossip Girl. So, and you're, I mean, you always participate, but it's, it's just nice to hear from you and hear your thoughts and opinions. So just wanted to shout you out and say thank you. Thanks, Teresa. Okay, Liz, are you ready for the title for next week? Yes. Okay, episode 10, we're in the double digits. My God, we only have three weeks left. I know. That went so quick. So quick. Okay, the title for next week, episode 10, is The Giving Tree. Mm. And the quote is, it's like you're her prostitute, but you don't get paid or laid. Devin. Oh, so while you think Mike included some thoughts and questions, and I figured this would be a good part for you to uh, answer them. So do you think the Panthers will win state? Do you think Tim will make it through college or flunk out? And do you think Mindy and Lila will hang out more? I think I would love to see Mindy, Tyra and Lila all you know be a core core girl girl group and uh you know bond over the riggins and whatever else they bond over i would love that um i think with that quote from devin it's obviously geared towards landry right like that's really the only other person she has connection with and i'm assuming it's tyra yes (laughs) correct yeah um and what was the other question Mike asked about, oh, Tim, will Tim flunk out of college? He might. I can see that. It's a very real possibility. Very, very real. It might be so real that that is the reason why him and Lila aren't endgame or something of the sort. Um, Do you think Panthers will win state? Oh, Panthers. Right. Um well, they have already won state before, correct? So no, they're not going to win state. It would be cliche if they won it again. While I understand the premise of the show is the Panthers and football, and I've said this before, like if we had five seasons, there's no way they're going to win every, they're not going to win five times. It would be boring for the audience to watch if they were to win. I know when we last left them, season two they didn't even get into the playoffs so or right something like that so i don't think well you know what maybe they'll do every other maybe they will win this one okay my my whole brain they're gonna win that's it decided good thoughts good thoughts you're right on the nose with uh devin though oh yeah yeah devin i'm excited to see her she's adorable i love that little girl adorable Last but not least, we have Will's Football Poetry Corner. Prime time. 
Playing in prime time is when all eyes on the television screen are focused on you, the pressure is high, and everything is on the line. The Panthers are playing in prime time, and while they struggled early, Saracen's inspired play toward the end helped our favorite small town Texas football team advance. For Tyra, it's a prime time to dump her penniless asshole, no cash. <laughs> that was so good. I love it. Thank you, Will. Thank you, Will. That was perfect. Thank you, everyone, for listening and downloading and staying with us. We're so glad you're here. If you want to be a part of the show, please email talkintexasforever at gmail.com. We record on Mondays, so send those emails in super quick if you listen on a Monday. <laughs> right? If you're listening right now, it's Monday. Shoot us a message. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we'll be back next week with episode 10, The Giving Tree. Thank you so much for listening to Talking Texas Forever, a Friday Night Lights podcast. You can email us at talkingtexasforever at gmail.com. If you're interested in seeing what we do with this show and all of our others, head over to Instagram at Total Betty Podcast Network. This has been a Total Betty Podcast. Produced and edited by Michelle Rubenstein and Alyssa Tenio. Music by Anthony Vacora. 